Chrissy back in the JR, the boss man. Show got a great show for you this week. Got my man from Atlanta Hawks, the organist, Sir Foster. John, I'm going to break down the playoffs for you. Coach David Fisdale, your emails and the boss report. But as promised, online with our guy from Atlanta Hawks, Sir Foster. Foster, what is up, my man? Fellas, what's going on? Playoff basketball, man. Excitement there. Ready to get this thing popping off with the Hawks on Saturday with you, man. Yep, yep. Yo, I'm just saying, if you're listening, y'all come out tomorrow. We're going to be at a spot. I'm going to tweet it later on, but we're going to be at a spot tomorrow for a watch party. We're actually going to be watching the game. It's gonna be. I'm going to be out there. Uh, we're also going to have flight crew and all that. The place is called Bench Warmers, and it's on Claremont Road. So if you don't want to wait till Saturday, y'all come out tomorrow. I'm going to be DJing it. Like I said, we're going to have cheerleaders. We're going to have games. We're going to have flight crew and all that. It's going to be a real good experience. So y'all come out there with us. Now, are you going to be on the Oregon, Foster, or are you going to be just DJing? Are you going to be on the Oregon, actually? Both. Both. Wow. Okay. Both. We're trying My to make it something, something really big. So, yeah, y'all come out. Now, bro, I have to ask you this. Cause I really want to know how, how, how you do this, man. So, like, when you're in the game, what is your playlist like? How many songs you have like, queued up to play, or do you kind of play by ear or as it happens? How does that work for you, man? You know, you just have to let the game dictate it. You always let the game dictate it. And uh, I never, you can always make plans and say, at some point, I want to play this song, or at some point, I want to play that one. But if the game doesn't call for it right then, it can, you know, it could be the best song in the world and just not go over well. So that's the first thing is to always be keyed into not only the game, but like the energy of the people and kind of see where they're at so you can play music to either match where they're at or get them where you want them to go. Now, Foster, it took me about maybe 10 to 15 years to kind of get okay at playing a couple songs on the piano. How long does it take you to master a song on the organ? Well, so at this point, you know, practicing is just what I do naturally um, because I've been a professional musician for a long time. So at this point, you know, anywhere from 10 minutes to a couple hours, depending on what the song is. But like I said, you want to be practicing a lot of time anyway. So it, it it it's not really a big thing to me. I just have to, you know, make it part of the daily, you know, part of who I am. And it, and Foster, you always have the hottest new songs as well out. Like, are you? you I, I hear songs you play before they actually get on the radio. Like some of them, I'm like, oh wow, okay, now I hear the radio. Okay, Foster play at, at the game. So it's like you always ahead of the game with music as well. So you do you like on iTunes a lot, or you like listening to? Them? How do you get these songs before everybody else know about them so so quickly? You know what's interesting is that I just play songs I like. And when I hear a new album and I hear a song, I'm like, man, this song is hot. So I just start playing it because I know, see, the thing about it is that there was a time where people had to, like, go buy the CD and have time to, like, listen to the album and digest it before they knew what the song was. So you couldn't play something that just came out this week. But now we have streaming services. So nobody has to go buy the CD anymore. As soon as the album drops, everybody's heard every song. So within two days, everybody knows it. And so now, you know, the pace of music is faster and it allows me to come up and say, okay, I know everybody listening to that new whatever. So I know they're going to notice when I, when I play it and I'm going to do it because I think it's hot. Now, Foster, when you look back uh, over the years and you think back to memorable Hawks games, what's the first few that jump out to you when you say to yourself, man, or, or even just like when you're talking with friends and family, 
the, the games that pop up in conversation that you remember? Which ones are those? Um, it's, it's not necessarily games. It's more so the first time I saw certain players. Uh, I'll never forget the first time I saw Derrick Rose. He jumped up for a rebound, flat-footed off two, off two feet, jumped up, cocked it back, and dunked it, and it was like he had rubber in his shoes. I didn't know he could jump that high. <laughs> I was like, man, this guy is a pro. Never forget the first time I saw Kevin Durant. He just hit every shot. He was an amazing jump shooter. Um, the first time I saw LeBron, I remember that. Um, just every time I saw Kobe, because Kobe did stuff. Like, I, I've seen him be covered to the point where there's no space, and he somehow creates space and spins around and hits a fadeaway. Like, it was nothing. It went back to arguing with the referee. Like, it, like he had not just shot with no space in between him. Like, it was – so it's, it's, it's more so stuff like that. Now, Foster, I got to say, like, I want to talk about this game we had where the Hawks came back on the Cavs. They're down by 26 mm-hmm. points. And the guys' locker room said that your energy and your music kept them involved, kept the fans involved. So, knowing – Yeah, in the locker room after the game. So, knowing that, that the guys hear you play and it keeps the fans engaged and help to get them energy and spur them on, how does it make you feel? And seeing them come back and knowing you just kept in the moment, you kept doing your thing, people still stayed, stayed and enjoyed themselves. How does it make you feel knowing that you're a big part of people's experiences of every Hall game? That's actually really huge. Um, and it, it's funny that you should mention that because I remember at the fourth quarter of that game, we were down by like 26. And I just remember at about the 10-minute mark, I just felt like, you know what? I need to make a conscious effort to make sure I keep going. Like, I don't think this is over. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know any of that. I didn't know the guys listened to me. I, just, I was just like, you know what? I think we need to just hang in there. I think I – think there's some type of energy here. I can't tell what it is, but it's some type of energy here. And so I just kept going. You know what I'm saying? I just kept like, yo, let's go Hawks defense. And I just kept doing stuff. Kept the energy up the whole time because I just felt there was, there was something inside that just said, that needs to happen right now. And then the next thing I knew, we took we tied the game. And I was like, you know, holy crap, we really did that. And I and, and we ended up winning that game. So um it, it really makes me feel Great to know that I play a part, but it also lets me know that I should always trust my instincts, which a big part of just doing what I do is simply trusting your instincts. When you feel something, go with it. And, uh, you know, you always need to be that. You always need confirmation. You know, you always like to see that be reaffirmed. And I, and I, I, I'm getting it from what you're telling me. Like, I can quote one guy, Kent Bazemore said, and I quote, it's not a song that Foster can't play. I heard him not be able to play, but he always keeps us going. We we hear him, and we hear the fans. Like, he said, we have seven men, us, Ryan, and you, okay? That's what the players say about you and what you, the role you all play in the games for them. And in that comeback, it all came to light to how you two, along with them, stayed in there and stayed and get, kept them engaged and kept them wanting to fight the Cavs and get, get that comeback win. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, let me just give a, a big shout-out to, first of all, all our Hawks players who, you know, Kent Bazemore, Tim Hardaway, Dwight Schroeder, uh, or Schroeder, rather, I'm sorry, uh, Paul Millsap, all the guys, you know what I'm saying, always been cool, always been great. 
and uh, you know what I'm saying, just keep fighting. I, I love our guys, and shout out to the big to, to the Hawks organization for really just taking a chance on me, and you know what I'm saying, letting what I do turn into what it has become, because you know it it took some foresight on their part to be able to kind of see, you know, what could happen and what the possibilities are, and um, you know what we have is great. You know what I'm saying, I, I love to be part of 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 everything that's going on in Atlanta. And I'm happy that I can really play a role. And hopefully, you know, we can really do it for the city and, and bring a championship home one day. That's the ultimate goal. Now, Foster, the, obviously the, the the role that you play with the organization is um, based on the music and your talent that you bring to the table. So what is it about music that, um, you know, triggered your love for it? And, and what what got you into it? For me, when I listen to music, you know, it can change a mood. Um, audio can do so much to your mood. It can change the, the outlook on your day. It can do so many different things. What was it for you that triggered your love for music? That's a that's a great question. Um, that's a great question. I, I don't know because I've always, like, my mom says when we were kids, we used to always walk around the house singing songs and stuff. So I guess it was just always something that spoke to us. Um, I don't know if I can remember any one event or any one thing about music that made me say, hey, I'm gravitating to this because I like so many different types of music and a different type may not have that thing. You know, so I think it's just always been a part of who I am. I think that was just something that was inside me and maybe, you know, this is what I was put here to do. Now, the, the one thing I just made a mention of this, whenever I listen to music, I'm a huge music fan. I listen to all kinds of different genres. Uh, I would have loved to have been a musician and learned how to play. I just was never really that gifted um, musically, but I love listening to music. And the thing for me is I find it so it's, it's odd. I get, you get that feeling where it, uh, if you hear a live show that you're listening, listening to a recording of a live show and you might get chills, you know, up your spine or it might make you feel a certain way. Um, I've always found that interesting about music. And I wondered from a musician's perspective, does that cross your mind when you're <clears throat> recording something that you actually can have that effect on people as they listen? Uh, when you're recording it, no, because you, you, yes, and no. You want to set out to make music that does that, but you just have to kind of be in the moment and do kind of do what the song is telling you to do. The way I look at it is if you're actually writing a song is that <clears throat> The song already exists. It's just that it needs a conduit to get from the, how do I say, the mental realm or the spiritual realm to the physical realm. And you're the conduit. So essentially that song can only come through you. So you don't have to create the song. You just need to be open and listen to what the song is telling you because sometimes you don't get all the song right away. Sometimes you only get the hook. Sometimes you only get the beat. Sometimes parts of the song appear and you should just listen and wait until the rest of the song reveals itself. So that's kind of how I look at it. You just listen to what the song is telling you. And you're just basically transcribing what was already in the universe and was waiting on you to open up so it could get here. And then you essentially deliver it to the people. And and that's kind of how I look at the creation of the process. Um, but when you listen to something and get those chills down your spine, that is the greatest feeling ever. And yes, that does happen. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's one thing I've always, I mean, that's just a huge part of music for me is the way that it makes you feel how how audio can make you feel something inside so deep. Now, the other thing that JR and I have been kind of going back and forth with this evening um, via text messages, Coach David Fisdale um, of the Memphis Grizzlies, I don't know if you saw that post-game interview that he gave uh, or not after um, the game but uh, it was pretty funny in some respects. In other respects, it was kind of pointed in the way that he was talking about the officials and the way the game played out. Uh, have you seen that interview? And if so, can you comment on your thoughts about it? I have not seen the interview. Okay, JR, go break it down, JR. <laughs> okay, Foster, this is what happened. Coach, Coach Fizdale was very angry about how the Spurs got so many free throw calls and and he, Kawhi Leonard shot one free throws and the Grizzlies shot the whole game of game two. And so he, he said, they're not going to rook us. And if we get this many shots, they get this many shots, it's obviously that we didn't have a chance tonight. Then he said, take that for data and walked off. It's a very <laughs> – He what? He said, take that for data and walked off. He gave all kinds of stats, and then he, he he basically gave all kinds of stats on the free throw shooting, and then just dropped the mic and walked off. I'm gonna I'm see yeah. it to you off off there. I'm gonna see it to you off there. So you had the videos, you can, you can see like, wow, okay, I see what you guys wow. talking about. It was crazy, man. Well, you know what, man? Like honestly, we forget that our professional athletes and coaches are human, and I mean these guys are look. They invest hours and hours and hours into playing these games. And when you feel like, you know, it, first of all, it's always it's, it's always tough for them to lose. Imagine if, if you're a fan, it hurts to lose. But if you were actually in the game, it is like excruciating pain to lose. They stew over it for hours. Well, if you feel like it was something that was out of your control, that's the reason you lost. Can you imagine how that would make you feel? So, you know, at some point, guys are gonna snap. I'm sure that coach probably he probably was looking like, okay, you know what? This has to be said. If I get fined, so be it. But, you know, I've invested all these hours, and I feel like something was out of my control, and, and it shouldn't be that way. So he had to give his, you know, opinion. And, and we what we probably saw, again, I haven't watched it, but from what you guys are telling me, it sounds like we saw a very real, unscripted, raw moment. Yes. And uh, those it reminds me of Coach Green, Foster. Remember the guy from, from the Cardinals, Dennis Green? I did from that interview. I remember watching that live. They are who we thought they were. And yes. We let them off the hook. Now, it's, if you want to crown right them. Right up there with that one. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was watching that. <laughs> yeah. So, last one for you, bro, is this. What are your new products you got coming up? And and, and just that's for the people who want, who want to act, want to know this, Foster. When the Hawks are not, not in season, how is your off season? What do you do in off season when there's no Hawk games to go play? Uh, you know, just I mean, I, I like studio work. I like making beats. I do that. Um, you know, occasionally I can play at different events and things of that nature. Spot dates here and there, and mostly just think of ways that I want to grow. You know, like. Is there something I want to add to my playing? Do I want to learn something new? Um, is there a new style of music that I would like to listen to? Is there something outside of music completely that I want to do? Do I want to read some books? You know, um, stuff like that. I just try to, you know, grow as much as I can during the off season, both inside and outside of music. You know what I mean? Just in life in general sometimes. 
because when the season comes back, I mean, you know, we have a pretty much eight months grind and it and it's it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? I enjoy it, but it's a lot. So I try to take some time for myself in the off season. I hear that. I hear that. No false to John, so I'll tell you something, but John must have forgot. <laughs> No, I was just <laughs> I was just waiting. I think you jumped me, man. Jump me. <laughs> what I was saying was, um, we should have you on to uh, join us as a guest co-host um, periodically. You know, once the season ends, you have some free time. Come in, jump on, jump on the the recording with uh, Jr. and I. Have some fun with us, man. You know what? I'm totally open to that idea. Totally open to it. It sounds like it would be fun. It will, man. We'll get you on for the boss report. You have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, That's really tough. a fun segment, Smallster. It might blow your mind the first time, but you'll get used to it real quick. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's see if we can make that happen. No doubt. Man, Foster, I tell you, every time you come on, it's always a great interview. You always give us great insight. John, I appreciate you. Appreciate your friendship. And, man, thanks for all supporting the show and being who you are, man. Hey, guys, thank you guys for having me, as always, and you know, thanks for always supporting me. All right, folks, it's Surf Officer here on the Boss Man Show. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks Blu ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B L U B E R R Y, prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, 
Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant. Focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Fizz, obviously the group you started with in the second half brought you back. What, what did you see in that unit that uh, compelled you to change? Desperation. You know, just trying to get something going, trying to create a, a spark in our team, which it, it worked. And uh, I was really just proud of uh, the all-out raw competition that our team brought to the game. I don't think anybody uh, watching this game uh, could say um, that we were out-competed in that second half. Um, you know, I really, I just really thought we brought an incredible, ferocious effort in the second half. Obviously, it wasn't enough. Um, but whatever. With with the way that that lineup played, Coach, do you almost have to go back to that in, in Game Three because of maybe? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm evaluate that stuff when I cool off and uh, and uh, you know have a glass of wine on the plane and uh, look at the film. How important was that? The way you came back towards? Oh, it was huge. It was huge. It just got our confidence back. We needed to see that we could still uh, compete with this team at a high level. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that I got a guy like Mike Conley who in his whole career has got zero technical fouls and just cannot seem to get the proper respect from the officials um, that he deserves. Uh, it was a very poorly officiated basketball game. Um, Zach Randolph, the most rugged guy in the game, had zero free throws, but somehow Kawhi Leonard had 19 free throws. First half, we shot 19 points, shots, 19 shots in the paint, and we had six free throws. They shot 11 times in the paint, and they had 23 free throws. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Overall, 35 times we shot the ball in the paint. We had 15 free throws for the game. They shot 18 times in the paint and had 32 free throws. Kawhi shot more free throws than our whole team. Explain it to me. We don't get the respect that these guys deserve because Mike Conley doesn't go crazy. He has class, and he just plays the game. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree, and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. 
My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. Take that for data. All right, folks, back here on the Boss Man Show. You just heard Atlanta Hawks organist Sir Foster on the Boss Man Show. And let's reset the interview, John. I tell you, Foster, Timmy comes on, very insightful, very informative, great energy, loves being here. Wants to be here. And it was a conversation. Not interviews, a conversation. All those interviews are conversations that you have with people, John. And I feel like Foster with us always is a good, a good conversation, man. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And that's that's really, you know, when you and I sit down off air and set, you know, set the, the show up for the week and, and, and kind of keep the show on a path where we want it to go, what we think it should be, that's the, the recurring theme that we always come up with is that, we don't want to sit here and do canned interviews. We want to have a conversation with the people that come on. And when you do that, you get great interviews like we just had with, with Sir Foster. You know, you ask a question and they stop, they think about the answer and they, and they give you some, some great insight as, you know, a response to what you're asking. And, and that's what we try to provide. So I think that that's when you get that great quality content, um, not only from Sir Foster, as you just heard, but from, you know, last week's guest, you can go back and listen. And, and we had some great conversations with um, some, you know, newly minted coaches in, in college basketball and, you know, some some guys that are gonna, up and comers, some real up and comers uh, in college basketball to keep your eye on. And they gave some great insight into how they got to where they are, um, the way that they approach the game, the way that they approach coaching, all kinds of other things that we discussed. And, uh, you know, I, I think it was great, man. And I love, uh, people don't realize this, but we have a new coach initiative here on the Boss Man Show where we start to interview new head coaches of D1 basketball, college football, and the NBA and NFL. That's our mission. Now, I can't guarantee these guys come on the show, but our mission is to reach out to every last one of them. Now, it's on them and their PR departments whether they want to come on or not. But, John, I just want to give you an example. Coach Matt McCall, somebody who we met via the, the initiative, now me and him are good buddies and friends. You know, he's a U-Bass now, a buddy and friend of our of the show. Coach McCallson from last week came on as part of the program with Arkansas State. Still buddies and friends because they last week on the show. The great rapport me and him have with each other. And, John, what do you feel about that program we started in 2015 and it's still going in 17? How, how do you feel about the, how this program has really worked on the show for us, guests and content-wise, and relations we've built over the years with these guys who came on via that, our initiative that we started in 15? Well, I think it's it's been great, first of all, to you know make these connections and relationships with these coaches. It's been beneficial to the show uh, in terms of not only the show's access around Division One and around the pro sports leagues, um, you know, college, both football and basketball, um, but it's also been great, as far as I can tell, for the listening audience as well. They've gotten a lot of great insight. We've gotten a lot of great feedback uh, from the interviews that we do with these coaches, and I think from that perspective, it's you know, you get if you I listen to the show on playback, you know, periodically I'll go back and listen. Obviously, you know, you and I are doing the show, so we know what we talked about. We don't really have to go back and listen to it for content other than to, to hear quality and things like that to, to assess you know, our performance on the air. But I'll go back and listen to 
interviews periodically. And, and a lot of the things that these coaches have talked about in response to some of the questions that we've asked, if you go and you, and you look at the, the uh, history following that interview, a lot of those things have come to fruition or you can see how their answers and their responses play out on the court or play out in the news where there may be uh, a situation, a positive situation with their program, or maybe the way that they dealt with a negative situation within their program. Um, you, you can gain a lot of insight into these guys and how they operate and their mindset, um, you know, just by listening to some of our interviews. So I, I think from that aspect, um, you know, I've been very uh, happy with the initiative that, that uh, you know, you started, frankly, and it was a good a good decision on your part because I think it's brought great content and it's created great relationships um, with some of these guys throughout the, you know, the, the pro leagues and, and obviously the, the Division One college leagues as well. I can say Coach Donnie Tindall, he, he came from that program. Uh, coach Brian Gregory came from that program. Josh Pazner was a new coach at Georgia Tech, but we had a list of wins in Memphis. So it's just to see how just – this is what I say, John, if I listen to the show out there or any SID or PR person, you should want your coach to come on this show or a player to come on this show because we treat them with respect. We're prepared. We've done our background work. We're not going to ask them canned questions. It's going to be a fun conversation. I only know two guys that came on the show where it was not good, and, and one of them is not in coaching anymore. And one of them coaches football at a college that I'm not going to mention. But, <laughs> but <laughs> well, you know what? You gave a good example, and that and it's Coach Tyndall. Okay, yeah. with all the things that Coach Tyndall went through, it would have been very easy for uh, us to have him on and, and for us to sit there and ask him, uh, you know, um, leading and negative questions about the situation that he was in. But that doesn't serve anyone's interests. It doesn't serve his interests. It doesn't serve our interests. Everyone, you know, it was reported widely in the news. Everyone knew exactly what was going on, exactly what was alleged. So we gave him the opportunity to come on, talk to us about whatever it is that he wanted to talk about. He was very open and candid about the situation he was going through. And I think that that's, you know, something that I'm proud of is that you don't have somebody on who may have a situation going on, whether it be personally or professionally, and you're going to sit there and belabor that point and badger them about that and have a continuing conversation about that because, you know, we, we try to lift people up rather than bring them down. So I think that that's a, a positive thing. We like to have positive interviews. There's too much negativity out there all across all kinds of broadcast radio, print news, Internet news. It, it's you know, all negative. You know, that's what people want to feed off the negativity. And we go against the grain in that regard, and I'm proud of that fact. Yes, indeed. And, I, and speaking of Coach Tindall, John, uh, the Raptors 905 is in the Eastern Conference Finals of the D-League. They they, uh, they they won game one last night. they got game two coming up this weekend. So Coach Tindall and Coach Stackhouse are getting the job done up there for the Raptors 905, man. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, if you go again, this is what I was talking about before. You go back and listen to this, the interview we did with Coach Stackhouse, it, it's easy to see why they're having success. I mean, if you listen to that interview – and his responses to the questions that we asked him, it's easy to see why his guys play hard for him because he's, you know, obviously got it together. He's a great coach. And, you know, to his credit, he's got a guy like Donnie Tyndall on his staff who's another great coach, and, and they're doing their thing. So, uh, you know, I'm a great proud to have both those guys on air with us. And, uh, John, did you see Tony Romo be a maverick for a day, man? 
And what was your feeling about him, the Mavericks honoring him and giving him his own song? And, you know, uh, also him uh, warming up with the team. And, you know, he kind of scored on Devin Harris a little bit. Uh, did you like seeing Tony Romo out there? Did you think it was good for the Mavs to honor him? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess um... – I, th- I thought it was like a little. It was kind of a little strange. I didn't really, I didn't really understand it, to be honest with you. But um, whatever, do what you do. I mean, you know, it, it's something. It, I think it's more so for the fans in the city of Dallas than it is for you know any other purpose. It's something that they can all kind of have fun with, engage in, and and it, it's kind of a conversation thing, um, you know, around the city more than more so than it is nationally. Um, look, man, Tony Romo has been a, a great success in the NFL. Um, he was a guy that, you know, wasn't expected to do much of anything as far as I can remember when he came into the league. So um, the amount of success that he's had has went well above and beyond the expectations that scouts and uh, coaches had for him coming in. So, I, you know, um, one, he actually is one of my favorite uh, NFL players over, you know, the last 10, 15 years. So he's just one of those dudes that goes out. He's not like a your typical as far as i can tell i've never met the guy but it doesn't seem like a typical prima donna quarterback he just he goes out there he gets the job done plays hurt and he's put up monster numbers you know he gets knocked for you know this that and the next thing throwing interceptions at bad times and whatnot but he's won a lot of big games too and he's come through in the clutch a lot of times and i think people forget how good of a quarterback tony romo is and 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 was for the, the dallas cowboys second, but I want to uh, acknowledge a couple of people. Uh, Coach Jason Garrett, who's here tonight, representing the Cowboys. Thank you for being here. Coach uh, Scott Linehan, who's here from the Dallas Cowboys tonight. Thank you for being here. It's because of guys like Tony Romo and Dirk Nowitzki that guys like me and Garrett get to hang around a place like Dallas for a few years. So I just want to say thank you to you. Thanks to Tony and turn this over to Dirk. 
Good evening. Good evening. Thank you. Thanks for coming out tonight. Uh, thanks for the support all season long. It's been a rough, rough season with some ups and downs, but you guys made it special every home game, so thanks for that. And uh, also, we're here to celebrate and honor my good friend Tony Romo. Yes. Thanks, uh, thanks for everything you've done for, for Dallas. And if you've represented us great, we're all proud of you. So thank you very much. Go Tony Romo. Uh, we're gonna make the Nuggets wait another 10 minutes. Sorry guys. Thank you guys. This is an honor that I could never dream of. Uh, it's a little embarrassing, but I tell you what, uh, I'm a very lucky guy. Thank you, Dallas. I love you. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWheel24 or Instagram 
Travis L. Williams 24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Show uh, John out drawn by Sir Foster. We talked a little bit about Coach Fizdale. We called, talked about you know the show initiative. So hey, now we're gonna go list emails. John, are you ready for this week's version of the emails, man? Uh, yeah, as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Alrighty, I'll take the first one here with Bahone and Cersei Taylor. What's up? I hear show for new time ass week. You mean last week, maybe? But last week, I wanted to male knee you. Girl, I like. She's not pretty, though. But she let me sauce with her. The way to this cake the not pretty. Waterman helped me, H-E-P. Michigan, Maurice, and Pontiac, John, your take. I, I just, I always assume when we get names like Bahoney and Searcy Taylor, that... <laughs> You're always first, okay? <laughs> so you're Bahoney and I'm Searcy Taylor <clears throat> in this scenario, correct? I just want to make sure we have this straight I, from the I beginning. Think, I think that's correct, yeah. Okay. So it sounds to me like he's asking us for help on how to, like, he's already hooking up with this chick, right? Cause, yeah. And this is so sad that I, I, we're actually able to decipher these emails. This, that's how that's how demented our minds have become from doing this. Okay, so he's he's already hooking up with this chick. I don't understand the way to dyscakia the not pretty. What could you? He, what is he asking for help? I guess he's asking for some hep. What kind of hep can we give this man? I mean, uh, I guess dyscakia. I mean. Not notice, disregard, maybe. Oh, so he's saying, how can he um, still sauce with her and and not notice the the ugliness of this chick? Okay, Don't take that's, her out nowhere. Just that's and, easy. That's easy. Yep. Go home. Hit it and quit it, bro. Okay, don't take her out in public. First of all, I know some ladies are gonna be upset, but it's the truth hurts sometimes. Okay, if you got hit with the ugly stick, you're just gonna be one of those at home girls. Okay. Maybe you got something else going on, you know. Maybe you got that that body that's that's banging, but the top shelf just is a wreck. Okay, so there's two things you can do, <clears throat> Michigan Maurice. Like Jr. said, you just well, there's actually three things you can do. The first is like Jr. said, stay at home. You know, relax. Just let this girl know you like to, to relax at home. You're a homebody. You don't want to go out to eat. You don't want to go to the movies. Hit the Netflix. Order in. You're good to go in that regard. The second is. 
You know, there's a reason God invented doggy style, Maurice, and this is one, <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> this is one of the reasons. Exactly. Okay. Now, doggy style, reverse cowgirl, that works. Um, if for whatever reason, you know, you have to face up with this girl while you're, you know, saucing with her, you know, turn the lights out, bro. Make sure it's pitch black in there. Pitch black. Close your eyes and think about, you know, Halle Berry or J-Lo or somebody else who, who you find attractive. You just got to, you, you've got to mind over matter, man. You got to do a Jedi mind trick on that. Jedi mind trick. That's what I'm saying. And don't let, they, they like catch you, Maurice. Don't let them catch you. Oh. <laughs> you got me on that one. I'm sorry, man. You broke, broke up my voice on that one. Yes. Oh, man. Well, email number two, JR, comes from us. Um, from a man named Watson in Denver. Okay. He writes, Muslim Jerry and Simeon Beckler. Okay, first of all, let's just stop right there. I had no idea that you were of Muslim faith. Okay, more power to you. How come I'm all of a sudden, I'm getting, I, I am officially a member of the African-American community, I believe, because now <laughs> I'm Simeon Beckler, and earlier I was Searcy Taylor, so... <laughs> Exactly. Is that what I'm to assume, or that I'm slow, slowly being indoctrinated into into the African American culture? I think you are. I mean, if, if you're Simeon, I'm. I guess we're both. I guess like a Muslim name too. I ain't Simeon. Is yep. that like, I guess I'm down. Hey, it's hey. I'm in. I'm in. All right, Watson. You say so, brother. Now Watson says, you know, glad to hear your voices again. I like the other people. I like you all butter. Pep talk is out here tomorrow for tomorrow evening and wind day can't shake the feeling the rain of storms of here money the dry is here on the low let me know so feel free to decipher that one well Watson I'm glad you like to have voice and I appreciate that thank you for showing other people love but yes John I'll do it the best now, Pep Talk is out here tomorrow, and I guess that's Wednesday. It means Wednesday, I hope. I don't know what Pep Talk, I don't know what that is, my man. Is there like Pep Boy Seminar, or is it like that? Like a, you know, a motivational seminar or something, a Pep, I don't know. Can't shake the feeling of the rain and of storms of here money. I mean... Is the rain cost you to not make any money? Is your construction worker, my man? Or you, your job is outside? You can't make any money? You maybe you lawn care does the rain? I don't know. The dry is here on the low. What, what is the dry, my man? What, what is that code for? A drug? That, I that, mean, that, that's what I was just going to say. Like, he just, at the end, he just went, like, super secret spy agent on us. Like, he said... The dry is here on the low, and then let me know. Like we're supposed, like we're supposed to know what that means, right? <laughs> exactly. My Watson, my man. First part of the email, I understand it, but the last four lines, I don't get that, my man. Yeah, I you're gonna have to hit us back with some more info, Watson. Yeah. So, I don't know what this number number three is about. But here we go. Who is low life? I don't know what your deals is. I know what you told my husband. He better shape up and stop looking at you for advice. Ace of spades like it's water. He'll be on a charger to you all with a justice juice in a carton. Selena in Chicago. 
<laughs> well, first of all, she's obviously talking to you. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. We we already established earlier in the segment that the first name listed belongs to you. There is no second name here, JR, so by default, that's you. So, you're the headliner. Uh, it's the JR the Boss Man Show. I'm sorry about that. This is the way it works out. Now, with this woman, obviously, it took some offense. Maybe she is Michigan and Maurice. Uh, Michigan Maurice in Pontiac. Maybe that's his chick, and we gave him some bad advice because she is pissed. Zanita is pissed, dude. Exactly. She is pissed. We gave her husband some advice, and apparently it did not go over too well um, over there in Chicago. So, I answer me this question. Do you know what Ace of Spades like its water means? Uh, No. Okay, I and I'm, the reason I'm asking is because I thought maybe I was like out of the loop on what Ace of Spades meant. Like maybe it was like new street lingo or something, you know? <laughs> I don't know that at all. Glad, glad to know. What about Justice Juice in a carton? Any idea on that one? Uh, negative. I, I, don't, <laughs> I never heard of quote Justice Juice. I never heard that <laughs> negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> don't know what that is. Zanita, oh, yeah. whoever your husband is, we can do it. Uh, you, you can. Uh, find you a new man or a new woman. Your only choice is his. Find oh, somebody else. But I just figured this out. Yeah, I just figured this out. She's not talking to either one of us. This is for J.C. Smith. I don't know how his email got mixed <laughs> in with ours, but that's we got to forward that on to J.C. That that's not for us. He has been reading emails. He has been reading emails. Yeah, yes. see, yeah, yes. yeah. We got. I don't know how that got mixed up in there, Jr. We got to get that over to J.C. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> The next email, JR, the next email comes from G Diggity in Jacksonville. He says, Florida man. Florida man, this is going to be good. Now, he says, Brother J and Brother B. Obviously, again, you got the names fair. That's pretty, that's pretty accurate for listener emails. That's pretty accurate. Yes, it is. Look, it's this sister I got the business for, Chiefs. She got the right assessments, brothers. I got to have the business with that on me. So good men. The methodology and play path to acquire the business for myself. Can you bestow upon me? And that's from G Diggity in Jacksonville, Jr. Um, I feel like this is right up your alley, bro. Uh, my man, you got the you got the sisters. You want to get her? I got you. The right assessment. Does that mean her ass? You were, or you mean the right attachment, my man? I mean, but I get your point. If it's the, if it's the bottom, I'm all for that, my man. Look here, my man. Be yourself, my man. Or the play the path and mythology. Be yourself. Have confidence. Go for say, yo, what's up? My man, my name is G Diggity. What's up, man? Look, I'm just gonna take you out sometime, you a fine chick or what have you. Look, you know you better. Then let it ships fall where they may, my man. Hey, she she feels that you go out with her, enjoy a good time, and my man, you are halfway there to getting her as your business. And the business will be there for you. So do your thing, my man. Be yourself. Show her your personality. You're a Florida man like myself. We represent for hours. So as a Florida man, the Florida man, get the job done, diggity. You can do it, my man. Be yourself. Show a good time. Show a personality. And you will get the job. She's a Florida woman. She will rock with you, my man, because the boss man said so. Yeah, and, and roll up a tube sock and stuff it down your pants before you talk to her. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
couldn't help it, sorry. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, G-Diggity, straight up. <laughs> Seriously, it would take him to, uh, you send him over to J.C. Smith, it'll be sending him over to player school. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Here we go. This is interesting. J-Ear. J-E-Y-E-Ear and <laughs> Jawayne. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. I, I'm just, at this point, I'm just going to start rocking a dashiki. <laughs> Jawayne. Okay, quote Jawayne. <laughs> so, Jimmy down the shack told me H.H. Greg, seriously, JCP is closing. Can't be true sports boys. So if this weight, nose, and knowledge is real, what the hell am I going to do for security of mercenary and secondary merchant sources? Housing I for the day today and proper dudes with the popper, bleep, Eddie and Gary at Caesars. Okay, so Jimmy down at the shack told him that H.H. Greg, Sears, and J.C. Penny are all closing. Now that may be true in that area. I would be surprised. I mean, that's three pretty big stores be closing. Um, but Gary, Indiana, you know, they, they have had some issues in the past, so but it's entirely possible. Um, if that's true, what are you going to do for security of mercenary and secondary merchant sources? You know, I really don't know, to be honest with you. I'm not familiar with the Gary, Indiana area. I don't know what other options are available for you. And frankly, Eddie, I don't know what the hell you're talking about as it refers to security of mercenary and secondary merchant sources. So I would love to be able to give you some advice, but I really just don't know what the hell you're talking about. Exactly, Eddie. I don't know if somebody is, my man. Like, your email is readable, but I don't know what the hell you're talking about, my man. I don't. I mean, I'm assuming he's asking where else he can go to shop for the goods that these three stores sell. Uh, my my guess is to the next town over. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. I mean, or, or shop online, my man. Indianapolis? Amazon? I don't know, bro. Figure yeah, it out. Or online. Right. So, oh, that's our emails today. John, for going to the Boston Board next, what is your take on today's emails, man? I just, uh, first of all, I found it odd that... Um, Zanita in Chicago, her email to JC got mixed in with these. That was doesn't happen very often. We're going to have to put our JC filter on the emails. Um, I, I found out today that apparently I am I am now a member of the African-American community, JR. I, I think I'm going to start checking that box on applications for things. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's, my name's Simeon Beckler. I might change my name to Simeon Beckler. It's got a nice ring to it. Exactly. Right? Can you hold it with and quote Jawayne? Yeah, I'm gonna. That actually might be my new name, Simeon Jawayne Beckler. That's got a good ring to it, right? Yes, JB. Simeon Jawayne Beckler. I like it. Yeah. All right. So that's, you know, number two and number three. I can be honest with you, these actually they weren't too terrible as far as being able to decipher. A couple of them, we really just couldn't figure out what they were talking about. But for the most part, they, there were some actual sentences that could be passed for the English language in these emails. And that's surprising. Exactly. Folks, good job. Send emails to hollerbossmetro.com. They come to my Gmail on my phone. 
It comes to the iPad and the desktop. So send the emails. We'll get to them. We'll read the best ones. We read emails that week. So keep sending them, please, to hotbossmanshow.com. Come next is John, and I bring you the Boss Report after the break. your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. 
Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. DJ Eskimo Wicked, said he's the coolest Wicked. DJ on the motherfucking planet. Wicked tones, you know what I'm saying? What's Metro Boomin wants some more, nigga. Uh. Man, show we talked to Sir Foster. We've uh, had a great discussion about the show. We did emails. Now it's time for the boss report. And John, I know you ain't done it in a few weeks, but are you ready for the boss report? Oh yeah, man, I'm a I'm a boss report vet, man. It's like riding a bike. I could do this in my sleep, Jr. Actually, I've had dreams about doing a boss report with you before. I have done it in my sleep, so let's do it. No doubt. Well, folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. Is here. It's the boss report. First story, we got Pop a John. Three Tennessee teens are arrested after unloading gunshots at Market because their pizza had the wrong toppings and the chick who took the cash wouldn't give that give her they number. <laughs> they had to add that in there as a reason why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why did you pop off some shots in the parking lot, young man? They gave us the wrong pizza toppings, and Janelle said no to giving up her number. We were pissed. Like, why, why are you popping off shots, man? Like, what is whatever happened to, like, throwing rocks at the window in the store or tagging the side of the store? Like, why all of a sudden is everybody walking around with a Glock popping shots off in the air? Like, we live in you know, Lebanon or something like people are just walking around with AKs in the middle of the day, popping off shots. What's up, man? Why? Exactly. And Florida man is arrested after threatening officer on Facebook for liking his lady friend's photo. Some of her message on Facebook saying, quote, can I take you out tonight? <laughs> so the cop tried to get with some dude's girl on Facebook Yes. And some dude then threatened the cop on Facebook? Yes. Uh, you know what? I mean, just because you're a cop doesn't mean you can go around, you know, asking other guys' chicks out with no repercussion. I mean, how did he threaten him? Did he threaten to kill him? Or, like, did it say what the threat was? Yes, I'm going to, quote, beat your monkey ass. Oh, I mean, come on. That's not anything to get arrested over. How many times, dude, in my life, do you know how many times I've told people... Something like that, face to face. I mean, come on. Just because it's a cop, you get arrested? Pretty yeah. much. They hide behind a badge. They had yeah. badge power. See, and that's why That's why guys like that give good police officers a bad name. Like, if that happens to you on social media and you're a police officer, just admit that you, to yourself, like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have been hitting on that chick. She, you know, obviously he's got a boyfriend. And just let it ride. Like, why you gotta go take? You know, why do you have to go to your buddies and get the guy arrested? That's that's bad cop activity right there, Jay. Very much so. And a Canadian man arrested after pretending to be Nickelback to steal twenty five thousand dollars worth of microphones and get some free porn from the local gas station. <laughs> he was, he pretended to be Nickelback. 
Yes. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Nickelback is like one of the worst bands of all time. So, hey, why are you impersonating Nickelback and expecting to get free stuff? First of all, nobody is giving Nickelback free stuff. If you want to get free stuff, pretend you're a roadie for the Stones or, you know, uh, somebody that is a, a manager for Pink Floyd or some, something like that that you can actually, you know, have some cred with. Nickelback, if I owned a music store and some dude pretending to be Nickelback came in, I'd be like, dude, your album suck. Beat it. I'm not giving you any free stuff. Exactly. He gets no love. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> should have been, should have tried to be Simeon Beckler. He would have better luck. Exactly, exactly, Simeon Jawayne Beckler, the man. <laughs> Here we go. Florida man with suspended license arrested after being seen fleeing traffic accident on a lawnmower, naked and swinging while jamming to future. I was listening to that the beginning of that story, and I'm like, okay, normal, 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 and there's Florida Man. As soon as you said lawnmower, <laughs> naked on a lawnmower, I'm like, yeah, and there's Florida Man. There he is. What? Like, dude. <laughs> he was listening to Future. Yes. <laughs> Do you ever notice that Florida Man loves Future? He's always, always loves Future. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's like three quarters of his album sales are in Tallahassee. Exactly. Florida got future on lock. It's at Dade County is future fan club central, bro. Like, oh man, I'm not even going into why you're butt naked on a lawnmower. And B, that's that's secondary to the fact that how, how did you get into an accident? Well, like I, that story reads like he was riding the lawnmower like it was a car and got into a, a quote-unquote car accident while driving the lawnmower. That's the way it reads. He did. Okay. So the thing can go what? Like five miles an hour? How fast can a, tra- a lawnmower go? Like a tractor? Ten? Some go up to 60, 70 now. Some of them go really fast. Are you talking like a, like a big like farm tractor? A big riding mower, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like my backyard lawnmower that you ride around on. Oh, man. I don't know, bro. <laughs> but then, that being said, where are your clothes at, bro? <laughs> and how did the lawnmower have a radio input or aux port in it? How did the lawnmower have that? Maybe be back in the future. Maybe he was going to old school 80s with the freaking, uh, with the, the Mega Blaster, dude. Maybe he had the Mega Blaster up on his shoulder. You know? He had his tape deck, his future tape in, and he was just jamming out Mega Blaster style. And get this, it said, while, while in the holding cell, so he requested that at the bailiff play him future while he's in the holding cell as well. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he, sure did. he did request that, John. He sure did. Dude, in Florida, they, the future, that's like the, that's just the standard music. He didn't have to request that. This is already playing in the jail cell. That's how they keep the inmates calm. <laughs> exactly. Well... If you take away their future, man, it's like a prison riot. Exactly. And a Nevada woman arrested after poisoning her husband's lucky charms to avoid having sex with him due to not being able to, quote, feel the punishment. Oh, my God, dude. 
my girl wants to feel the punishment. <laughs> Holy Lord. I mean, she needs to hook up with what she needs to do is go on a dating app and just search keyword sex executioner and then go that route. That's like basically what she's looking for. She's, that's, what, that's what she's looking for. <laughs> Why do you got to poison the dude's lucky charms? He's just trying to enjoy a bowl of cereal in the morning. I mean, come on. Just tell the dude, like, you're not big enough for me. You know, if we're going to continue our sexual relationship, we need to go down to Adult Mart and buy that thing that looks like, you know, Shaquille O'Neal's shoe. And we can use that while we're in the mix. You know, some, something. You know, add something into the mix to feel the punishment as you say <laughs> yeah <laughs> woo wee oh boy that was I mean, dude if you're using the phrase feel the punishment I mean damn exactly. right yes woo. that was her quote to the cops feel the punishment and that just makes me wonder like if he okay if he wasn't um Providing the punishment, Jr. that she needed. How does she know that she wants to feel the punishment and need uh, the? Um, how does she know the amount of punishment that she needs to feel? It sounds like she got the taste of it somewhere out there, and now she wants more, right? Exactly. She has, she has to feel for some. She wants to feel more punishment, Whew. and obviously, it feels like there's nothing there. Man, and, 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 and in fairness to her, maybe you know, maybe he's packing a, you know packing a Saturday Night Special when, he, when she wants a, a bazooka. You know what I'm saying? Hey, my man, go, you know, extends the over-the-counter Kroger's name. Get bigger down there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember when Jimmy Johnson was pimping extends and late nights on TV. That was hilarious. And he didn't care. He, he, dude, he cared zero. He gave zero <laughs> Fs, man. He was just like, whatever. That check, that check cleared, right? Okay, let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> Woo-wee. Florida man's arrested after bringing daughter to meet prostitute for, quote, research on the profession and a career at the exclusive motel. Wow. Well, I mean, there's two ways to look at this, JR. Okay. The first way is that it's, it's terrible. This is a, a mother-daughter thing going on, right? A man. A man and a man his daughter. And daughter. Okay. So terrible parenting. That's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is maybe it's the, the dude is just being realistic. Maybe his daughter doesn't really have many career prospects, and she has shown interest in this career path, albeit misguided. He's saying, okay, honey, you know, if you wanted to be an attorney, I'd take you out to learn about, you know, what attorneys do. But since you want to be a hooker, I'm going to take you out to learn about that. I, you know, I'm just saying, maybe that, maybe that was his mindset. I doubt it, but... Like, he's probably trying to pimp her out, bro. Exactly. Terrible. Exactly. Oh, my and God, And he would dude. be going, but I had a sting going. Oh, that, dude, that is just creepy. Like, could you imagine? Like, what? Seriously. Oh, I got daughters. I mean, I, there's just no scenario in my mind where that would even cross my mind. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. We have, a, we have a, a story of random ridiculousness. Baggy pet Arizona school burglar arrested after getting caught upside down with his balls out out on the fence. <laughs> Are you telling me this dude got got his balls caught on the top of the fence and he was hang, yes. hanging by them? Yes. Oh my god, dude. A, that's gotta hurt. And B, 
how embarrassing is that? To, like somebody to roll up on you and you're just stuck balls out hanging from a fence. Like, dude, I can't. Oh my god, dude! I can't even imagine the the, the pain level. Like, if you. And this is graphic, and I'm sorry, JR, but I have to say it because of the story. If you sit on your balls the wrong way, it hurts real bad. Yes, right? yes it does. Yes, okay. So now, consider that momentary um, pressure. And then, think about this dude hanging by his sack from a fence. It's, it's I mean, it can't, it, seriously, like you would pass out from the pain, right? Yes. Oh, God. I'm cringing now, just reading it. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, man. That's rough, bro. That's rough. That's one thing, ladies. I'm just going to tell you now. Just be glad that you can't get kicked in the sack. Okay. Because that's not a pleasant experience. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's not a pleasant experience at all. So Not at all. And we had this one. Florida woman arrested after using a stolen credit card to buy plastic and porn stuff. Well, I mean, how else are you going to buy plastic and porn stuff, JR. I mean, obviously you're going to use somebody else's credit card. You want that stuff showing up on your statement, right? You sure don't. Right. So, you take somebody else's card, you buy what you need, and then they call their credit card company. They're like, look, I didn't buy, you know, this giant, you know, feel the punishment dildo. That's not my style. Please reverse the charges. So, no harm, no foul, right? Exactly. I'm down with that. I mean, it just seems like standard practice. You certainly don't want to use your own gear for that. Sure don't. Okay. Fair Not enough. <laughs> well, here we go. Sex-starved Indian wife arrested after chopping off husband's penis after a decade of denial. Um, fair question. Are we talking about uh, dot or feather? Dot. Dot. Okay. So, a decade of denial of sex. So, she hadn't had sex, and I'm assuming at all, for a decade. Because if she had, then probably yes. she wouldn't be she this. She said, it, he didn't need it. He, he didn't need it because he didn't use it. That was her quote. So, I just, I don't understand. Like, ten years, dude. I mean, ten minutes goes by and I'm ready to roll. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's ten years. Like what are you what are you doing? You're either you're either closet gay, you're impotent, or your wife is like seriously unattractive and you just can't get it up when you look or at you her. You got naked. somebody else on the side. Or you got somebody else on the side. And but still none of those four reasons that we just gave is reason to have your junk cut off. Chinaman style. You know? So I, I have to side with my male um, brother on this one. <clears throat> really, there's only a few scenarios where the chopping off of penises is just, you know, maybe if you uh, a rapist or a pedophile or some other, you know, terrible sex act, to get, sex act against another. Sure, I could justify it, but just because you didn't have sex with someone for 10 years, no, that's not cool. Divorce. Go find somebody who wants to have sex and enjoy your life. Ain't no else with DP, John. <laughs> Remember the serious rash of detachable penises that Chinaman had thrown out there in the world? Exactly. But my man was making a serious run at Florida Man for a while there. I was real quick at Boston Show class. Remember how Coach Williams bought lost his mind about that? Yeah, he did. 
for like five minutes on air. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Am I understanding this correctly? <laughs> he just kept, he didn't believe it. He could not believe it. We were both just like, yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's correct. Exactly. Woo wee. Here we go. Florida man arrested after going back to retrieve shoes and left of a Waffle House. He left behind at a home. He has burglarized hours earlier. So he was at Waffle House and then left to go back to the scene of the burglary to get his shoes? Well, he he, he had Waffle House left over at the house. He went back oh, to go, go get it and get his oh, shoes. Oh. Yeah, he he bought it over there with him. He left it behind. He, had, he was hungry. He went back to go, go get it. <laughs> we've had boss reports before where we've heard of guys eating snacks while they're burglarizing a house this guy was like he wasn't sure what snacks were going to be there and he didn't want to take any chances he's like you know what I'm just going to bring my own to the burglary and he probably took his shoes off in the recliner while he was eating you know his IHOP or his Waffle House rather and you know um, left him there what kind of shoes were they because that plays an important role in my analysis Skechers. Okay, well, I mean, if they were a comfortable pair of Skechers, you know, if they were clean, white, you know, if you took care of them, I could see going back for them. You know, once you get this pair of shoes broken in, JR, especially if you get to the point where, you know, you, you break them in to the point where you can just put them on without having to tie the laces and you don't have to tuck the laces in. Like, they're just opened up to the right spot where you don't even have to touch the laces at all. I might go back for those. Exactly. I would as well. I would as well. I for the man doing what he does. At least he had at least he had clothes on. Exactly. <laughs> the first Florida man that we've ever had that went back to put clothes on <laughs> on a burglary. Exactly. Hey, here we go. Ohio man Ohio woman rather arrested after pistol whipping babysitter over a dog getting loose and giving her son the sloppy toppy while he played the video game and the baby was rolling around on the floor. Oh my god. What, <laughs> what the hell? What was the babysitter doing? Like, <laughs> clear, clearly not keeping an eye on the children. <laughs> exactly. If your babysitting skills have deteriorated to the point where you don't notice a dog giving the sloppy toppy to one of the kids that you're watching while the other one is just rolling around on the floor randomly it's time to hang it hang it up bro hang it up i'm sorry but you have checked out you no longer care about the kids exactly like dude like, that's the type of stuff that you might I don't know. I think I would notice if one of the dogs was, you know, bobbing up and down to the music, right? Like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, man. And I guess, like, you know, pistol whipping, maybe a little extreme, I guess. But when it comes to your kids, like, what would you? Okay. Put that scenario to somebody. What What would you do if you came home and saw the dog giving the sloppy toppy to one of your kids while the other baby was just rolling around on the floor for no apparent reason at all and the babysitter was just like I don't know what happened I was in the other room doing a crossword puzzle whatever you don't know you would probably flip off yeah you'd go off and if you had a gun 
I give listen. I give her credit for not using the, not shooting her. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> usually if there's a gun involved, that thing's getting popped off, right? Exactly. That story right there is gonna. <laughs> that story right there is gonna make the interview for sure. I know that right. <laughs> I mean, dude, she she just checked out completely. Like she was out back smoking, smoking <laughs> cigarettes and drinking iced tea. <laughs> Poor baby on the floor rolling around, and the other kids get dog topping, dog topping them off. Like, like I just, I just have a picture in my head of the baby just like rolling around randomly on the floor for no reason, like <laughs> picking oh, up, man. picking up a ten-day-old gummy bears stuck to his forehead and stuff. <laughs> like one of those self-cleaning robots just rolling around the floor. Woo <laughs> we? Oh my god. Florida man arrested after wiping feces on pier to mark his favorite fishing spot with his set. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems a little territorial to me. Like, what? what is the... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> Did he just, like, reach back there, pinch one off, and then spread it around on the on the pier? Is that what I'm yes. saying? Yes. I'm on a very set schedule in that regard, so <laughs> I can't just uh, walk around town and when I get to a spot that I claim is mine, pinch one off and wipe, wipe it on. The... Uh, but if you're PSA Atlanta, you can. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you worked at PSA Atlanta, you'd, you'd have no choice but to be doing that all day long. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but here's the other thing, a fishing spot, right? Yes. Like, yes. <clears throat> don't you typically like move around when you're fishing because the the fish don't just sit in one spot; they swim around. So really, <clears throat> I don't know, bro. I'm sorry. Like the other part is they mentioned his set. Like like him and his buddies are there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that his, you know that his buddies were like just talking him into it. You know, and then now they're just laughing at him. Like I can't believe he did that. <laughs> Exactly. Now you to take 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 go down, get your own jumpsuit for it. Now, <sighs> terrible. Ooh we? Brooklyn man catches fade after offering to pay for someone's milk crystal. So, how much was it? The meal was four seventy nine, and the man had the money. He offered to pay for the meal, and he got beat down. That's terrible. First of all, crystal is delicious. Okay. Um, I spent two weeks in uh, Ponte Vedra Beach when I was younger, and in my early 20s, and I literally ate crystal probably at least once a day, more likely twice a day while I was there because it was delicious. Um, I don't understand like they beat the dude down because he was trying to pay for another guy's meal. Yep. Like that's called Good Samaritan, right? Like there have been times in my life where I've been at the grocery store and the person in front of you comes up, you know, five bucks short or they forgot their wallet and they're buying 10 bucks worth of stuff. And you're like, you know what? It's just here. Just add it to mine. Take what you got to go. It's whatever, right? You're just doing a good deed. Wow. You're not supposed yeah. to get beat down for that. What's I don't even, I don't even understand that. Like exactly. frame of, that frame of mind. Like how do you, were they taking it as an insult? So somebody wipe this man down for this this is a good act yeah but also He's, let's get back to the, the fact that crystal is delicious okay you're a, Flor- so. you're a florida man 
it is fantastic, right? I, I'm I'm a crystal man, not a White Castle man. White yeah. Castle sends me to the damn bathroom fast, dude. Crystal don't. Crystal is uh, like ten times better than White Castle. Ten times. White Castle number my lamps is in food form. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. There is no doubt Uh-oh. about that. I used to, and I don't want to cut the, the next uh, story short, but I used to live Are across the street from a White Castle. <laughs> I used to live literally directly across the street from a White Castle in college. Man, that place is uh, terrible. I'll give you a quick story. Tennessee, Tennessee State, we couldn't eat White Castle because of way one day we all had White Castle coming to us, and just to say, everybody was in the bathrooms was clogged up. Well, if you like, if you actually ever like open up one of the burgers, it's like green, dude. It, it doesn't even look like like a hamburger, yeah. right? Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. Think about this, John. Over a hundred guys are crapping their pants off after. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <White Castle. laughs> Were you guys going fishing? You try to mark, mark, mark your spot with your set. <laughs> exactly. Like, for real, like it's us all to the bathroom tripping and Egypt Center. It was all messed up. Yeah, that's rough, bro. <laughs> And we got Florida man arrested after speed off a stolen car with nine baby parrots, five gators, four fish, and two kids. Wait, run that back, bro. Florida man arrested after riding off a stolen car with nine baby parrots, five gators, four fish, and two kids. <laughs> and two kids. I thought that's what you threw in at the end. <laughs> what? Why do you have more pets than kids in there, bro? Why? Exactly. He had a freaking zoo in the back seat with his kids, right? Yes. Um, well, at least none of them were given the sloppy toppy to the kids, so I guess that's a, that's better than the the, the, the uh, babysitter story, right? Exactly. Uh, where do you even get all that stuff? A, why do you have that many weird pets like that? And second of all, where do you get all that stuff? Never once in my life have I gone out in search of a parrot. What makes, you, what makes you go to that point? Like a dog, cat, um, you know, maybe a bunny, uh, hamster, something like that, goldfish. What makes you wake up one day and go, you know what? This house needs nine baby parents. That will, that's what we need. Five baby gators, four fish and two kids. We need a flock of parrots flying around this bad boy. <laughs> Man. And, and, and don't parrots talk? Yeah, I think that they, like, I think they mimic, so that would be really bad. Like, what if, what if you had, what if you lived in a parrot house, and you were, like, having some dirt on the low, right? And so your lady comes over, and you're doing your thing, and then, you know, your wife or your girlfriend comes over later on, and then all of a sudden the parrots start, like, rehashing what went on while she was gone. <laughs> You'd be like, oh. Exactly. Shut up. Shut up. J.C. Smith and Ryrie cannot have parrots. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Rod Reed for sure, dude. That would be the most foul-mouthed parrot on the planet, bro. Actually, that might be good for him. Like, what we could do, this is what we, okay, the next time you see Coach Reed, you let him know. Actually, text him after the show and let him know this is an idea. It's going to save his voice throughout the season. <clears throat> what he does is he gets a parrot, and he goes on a couple rants that he will need during the season, you know, missed opportunity rant, you know, slacking effort rant, can't believe you missed that field goal rant, you know, 
And then during the season, instead of having to go through all those, he just gets the parrot to start saying that for him. So once the, the parrot rips off the rant for him, he saves his voice and the guys still get the point, right? Exactly. And he technically can't get in trouble for anything that he says because he didn't say it, the parrot did. Exactly. Which is kept my life. Which is even better for him because... <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ooh, we... You got three more to go, people. Three more to go. Great report so far. Pennsylvania man in drunk lives matter shirt arrested for DUI and meth. Let's say, quote, the meth was here to get me off. So when I go play golf. The meth was here to get me off when I go play golf? Yes. Okay. Like, dude. I don't even know what the hell that means. How do you play golf on methamphetamines? Exactly. Like the slowest sport in the world, and you're gonna try to do it all jacked up on meth. Like it doesn't, doesn't seem like you're gonna play very well, bro. Like, Not at all. You're supposed to have nerves of steel. You've got nerves of nothing. Exactly. Uh oh. Florida woman arrested after waving condom at deputy and telling him to try this on for size. Then jump in my crater and make me wait. Well, I mean, <laughs> she got arrested for this. Yes. Like, what do you? How do you? What do you charge? I mean, it, yeah, it's stupid. But like, what do you charge? What's the charge? What's the charge? Like, I don't even know what it would be. Give respect to a. <laughs> What you're, you know why you know why she she got arrested because she was waving around a magnum and my man was like uh uh-uh. a lifestyle with Durex I can't I can't feel that he got or mad health department he can't mad he got mad and he arrested her he couldn't provide the punishment he couldn't provide the punishment she needed so he arrested her <laughs> oh lord and uh, final story is this, John. Tennessee man arrested after urinating on 50-50 pairs of shoes at Walmart while getting his freak on to keep sweat in Jodeci. This happened in uh, Tennessee? Yes, at Walmart. At Walmart. Didn't, didn't, you, didn't you text me from Walmart the other day? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> Negative? Are you, are you sure? Yeah, I'm very positive. Are you positive? When was the last time you were in Walmart, JR? Two, oh, two months ago. When did this story take place? Last week. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just making sure because sometimes when the Tennessee stories come up, I just got to make sure that I know your whereabouts during the time frame that the story happened because this is important to note you are still a Florida man at heart. Exactly. So, okay, well, me in Tennessee, you think of me and JC the same town, don't you? It's always JC or JR. Which one was <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty easy to choose the JC ones. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Hey, shout out to him doing the boss support last week. He's doing a good, a great job. He emailed the boss support, Shout out to I know it's clown him all the time, but he does a good job with it when he spills in. But before you close up the boss support, John. What is your take on today's report? I told you it's going to be crazy as hell, John. I told you it's going to be crazy. Just take on today's report, man. I just, I can't get, I can't get past the, you know, once in a while, one of the stories on the boss report just sticks with me, right? And it's, it's one that I can't, I'm analytical by nature. So the, the, the babysitter story, <laughs> I can't stop in my head throughout the whole, this whole report. I've been still analyzing the babysitter story and I'm trying to figure out what in God's name this chick was doing. Oh, well, the dog was 
topping off the kid. And the baby was rolling around on the floor. Like, it's one thing if you're playing with the baby and the baby's like gaga on the floor rolling around. It's a whole other thing if you're not even aware that the kid's on the floor and he's just like you know, break dancing, you know, throughout the, the living room. What that one got me, man. That one got me. I hear you, man. Hey, well, folks, so you boss win, boss win, never boss win show.com. We are out. And if you don't know, now you know, you know. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 404- 
542-6079. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you.